O come, O come, Emmanuel. I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Are you ready? This is the question we ask one another before important events. Before graduation, we ask, are you ready? Ready to get a job, to enter the world? At the bachelor party, at the rehearsal dinner, we ask the engaged, are you ready? And expectant parents anxiously awaiting the birth of their child, having taken the classes, decorated the nursery, bought the car seats, are asked, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you kidding? Who among us is ready for these events that change everything, even the ones we long for? In fact, the very things we long for we often say yes to without being prepared in the least, for we have no way of knowing what they're like until, well, we're in the midst of them. And now, at this time of year, the question seems less momentous, not about a life event, just about a holiday. Are you ready for Christmas? Now those of you who have all your presents bought and wrapped, house beautifully decorated, Christmas dinner planned, God bless you. But for most of us, that question elicits slightly maniacal laughter. Ready for Christmas? Can we ever be? We might long for it, but by God we're not ready. And neither was Joseph. Like all humans, I'm sure he longed for a day when all would be made well, when the world was at peace, justice reigned, he could be sure of his future, his anxiety would cease. Like others in his culture and religion, he surely imagined, prayed for, a time when the Messiah would come. But was this righteous man, betrothed to a young woman, poised to embark on marriage, family, was he ready for the Messiah to come right now to his home, his beloved Mary the vessel, his life overturned by an angel in a dream telling him not to fear. Was he ready to give up respect, his standing in society, ready to doubt his own sanity as he agreed to remain faithful to a woman pregnant and not by him, to believe on the strength of a dream that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit, that her child would fulfill the prophecy in Isaiah, the sign of a child named Emmanuel, God with us, and that child would be the one, Jesus, who would save us from our sins. Was Joseph ready for Christmas? Like heck he was. He wasn't ready, yet he said yes to this ridiculous situation. He wasn't ready, yet Jesus came anyway. He wasn't ready, yet Christmas arrived. We might long for the day of graduation, the new job and adult life. We might long for a life partner happily ever after. We might long for a child parenting unconditional love. But are we ready? Doubtful. We long for a closeness with the holy, for meaning and wholeness in our lives. We want to be worthy of God, to have peace in our hearts, to have peace in the world for the end of death, the end of sin and all its companions, hate and cruelty, greed and selfishness. But are we ready? Can we ever be? 
Are we ready for the ridiculous, the scandalous Emmanuel, God with us, the one who saves, the one who comes, not perfectly, but from a long line of shocking ancestors? Just read the genealogy at the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, right before this recounting of Joseph and his dream. Jesus, the one who saves, God with us, counts as his ancestors Abraham, who betrayed one son, nearly killed the other. Jacob, the trickster who stole his brother's birthright. Tamar and Rahab, women both sexually suspect. Are we ready for the ridiculousness of Christmas? The scandal of God with us? The incarnation, which one Presbyterian writer describes as a kind of vast joke whereby the creator of the ends of the earth comes among us in diapers. He goes on, until we have taken the idea of the God-man seriously enough to be scandalized by it, we have not taken it as seriously as it demands to be taken. Are you, am I, are we ready for Christmas? Are you kidding? There is no getting ready for the amazing vast work of God. Christmas comes as a surprise every year, and when Christ comes again, trust me, we will not be ready. But instead of being ready, perhaps we can be in awe. In awe that God has joined us, not in a perfect superhero body, morally superior sainthood, but in a squalling baby, has joined us in our regular, weird, awkward humanity. We can be in awe that God works through the messiest individuals, through morally suspect ancestors, a young woman, a righteous man made ridiculous, a dream, a helpless, illegitimate baby. We can be in awe that God, the God who throughout Scripture is so awesome that people will not even say God's holy name, cannot see God and live, yet that God, for love of us, chose to join us as a baby, available to all, who can be found by everyone, weak and poor in the manger. We can be in awe that God folded himself into our time and place in order to unfold the mystery of salvation and grace. We can be in awe that God makes of our wounded world a womb where the holy can be, was, is, born. How can anyone ever be ready for that? It's outrageous, scandalous, ridiculous. It's what we long for. It's what is true. We can never be ready, but we can be in awe as we pray. O come, O come, Emmanuel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.